Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the 4x4 podcast. My name is Ian Wong, and the other members of the 4x4? I'm Gary. I'm Sean. I'm Aaron. And our special guest for episode one is Yip. What's up, everyone? I'm Yip. Oh, so nice. Good to be here. Get it. Roll <laughs> cloud, roll cloud. It took so long to get her on the show, bro. We were thinking about this for weeks, like weeks, but yeah. Yes, it's been, uh, what, three weeks? Three weeks, four weeks since we planned it, but now coming to full fruition, took two practice episodes, took Aaron's echoey as mic <laughs> to, <laughs> to finally get this through. It's not my fault, Sean. It was just another sound check. It was just another sound check. Just another sound check. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, just a practice lap. Take that one gigabyte of audio file just magically <laughs> disappearing to bloopers or, or clips. But yeah, like, literally, we had such good topics like confrontation and what else do we have? What was the other topic that we talked about? Do you remember? Embarrassing driving stories. It was oh. pet peeves, oh, yes, but it segued into like mm-hmm. driving stories. Yeah. And like our first one was like, no, actually not. Asian Madison beer, nah. <laughs> Genie wishes and blowing up. <laughs> That's already in the teaser. <laughs> but yeah, like essentially this took so long, but finally we're able to do it. And hopefully this gets on, I can get this on Spotify or YouTube. And yes. My boy Ian doing the mad animation. Yes. So to the viewers out there, the platform that this podcast gets released on, whatever you're listening to right now, <laughs> whatever you're listening to right now, we got it on something. And just know that whatever platforms we don't have it on, or whether we do have it on, was because of Sean. Let's go. We SoundCloud podcasters, <laughs> SoundCloud rappers, bro. All right. So if we get this on Spotify, I'll be very impressed. Yeah, I actually, I actually right will be very impressed that we like. I'm pretty sure there are some requirements that we have to like go through, but mm-hmm. yeah. If I see some people at large group, I better get some high fives if I get this on Spotify, bro. Mm, yes. No cap, no cap, Maroonies. <laughs> All right, guys. So I have a question for you guys. This is a bit of like a moral question, I guess, or like I don't know. I think this is highly up to personal preference. But if you're in this situation where you either had to be hated by everyone in your life except for your immediate family mm. and your existing relationships with them will just maintain whatever they are right now or be forgotten about everyone in the world forgets you Ooh, that's a good question okay but like your family doesn't forget you right you said yeah your immediate family will like maintain the current relationship that you have with them right now mm-hmm. oh for the forgotten one no no for the for the hated one okay, oh, wait, so your family? oh yeah everyone even oh. your family forgets you? Yeah, you wake up, they're like, yo, that who's this kid in my bed? Oh, that makes changes. Kicked well, out. Yeah. Does that mean like there's no capability for them to even learn and read love? So what mm-hmm. I was thinking was that like every day they would forget you at the, en- at the end of oh, every day. Yeah. So, and it wouldn't be just like they're non-existent. It would be, oh, I know this, ki-. like say like you have a brother and you're in the same class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, he would be like, oh, I know there's this kid who sits in the back, but I don't know who Dude. he is, really. He's just like, it's not like when you think, oh, yeah, I know this guy from back there, but I don't really know him. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like deja vu every time you talk to them, I guess. Oh. Wait, that really sucks, though. So, like, so this, mm. what this allows is that you can still work. Because, like, your manager will be like, oh, I don't know who the, you are, but I know you're, like, one of my coworkers. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. So this still allows you to have a life because obviously you need to survive. <laughs> okay, getting into the technicalities, would, I guess, the government have a record of you, right? Yeah, so I like technically your social security number, your birth certificate, but 
Yeah, like that's so sad. That's so sad. Yeah, so for people who've seen the movie, we're seeing we're pulling a Spider-Man here. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there are some people who haven't. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So, what are your guys' immediate thoughts about this? You don't have to have a decision yet, but immediate thoughts. This is a loaded question. Like Dude, this sucks, yeah. bro. Like for sure, I was gonna choose for Gaian. This right? is a losing situation. Yeah, same. I was hundred percent gonna choose for Gaian because I hate being hated in a way. Like it'll it'll be in my mind for so long if people hate me. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out every reason why they hate me. Also, we sh- we should clarify like the severity of the hate. It's not like hate. Like I'm gonna kill you. Obviously, it's just like. A strong disdain against the person. No, that makes it worse. You're like, bro, you're annoying. Yeah, like, just no. like, don't talk to me. Like, oh, Dude, you know, that's a, that's, that's the worse. same thing as not even like that's the same thing as being forgotten almost. But you have your immediate family. That is true. Oh. Like, right? Oh, that, so, that's supposed so to be the, the caveat. So the caveat is that yeah, you you still have a set of people that love you, but yeah, it's just the rest of them don't. But then mm-hmm. forgotten is you're literally yeah like everyone. That. And also, you can you can't even make new relationships. Yeah, they can't remember you. Yeah, because they're just gonna forget. But mm-hmm. but with hated, your only relationship is with your family. Yeah. Dude, so I troll everyone though. <laughs> <laughs> just be the Grinch. Yeah, no, I just tell them everything that like I want to tell them, and then they'll forget the next day. It's like, yeah, I, I guess everyone's a therapist for you because like they'll just forget everything. Wait, if it, no wait, I would never choose for a guy. That's no, so I think I do choose hate then because I feel like being forgotten, like you will lose a sense of self. And so it's like, even if you are alive and like you're still functioning, whatever, and people will still be like, oh, I have a memory, or like, not a memory, but like an idea of who you are kind of thing. Like, I remember your face kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, you, like, I don't know, like, you literally will lose yeah. your whole, like, self because you'll have to reintroduce yourself yeah, every single day. Yeah, like, you don't even get yourself. to develop yourself. You're just kind of like, hi, like, my name is Yip. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm however age or whatever, you know. Well, you don't have to like reintroduce yourself. It would be like, hi, my social security number is this, <laughs> this, 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 this. No, because like, this, like, this. like, let's say you're in a cubicle with one other person. Uh-huh. They'll be like, I know that you sit next to me, but I don't really know your name. So basically, you, people can get like familiar with you, but never ever like actually build up a relationship. Yeah. Oh. Because uh, like, think of it like you're running into, you're running in the hall, and you're like, oh, you're that. You're, you you sit next to me in the cubicle. That's it. Oh, that's like, like I, that's how far I the relationship will go. I see your face before, but what's your name again? Like, yeah, kind of exactly. Oh, exactly. So... No, I'd rather be hated than. Because <laughs> at least my family still loves me. And okay. Knows me. Okay. And I have a I have an outlet. But what if you're for the forgotten one? You have one person that you can choose that will never forget you. Ooh. Like if you had that one person. Yeah. Like, okay. Ooh. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll let the, okay. I'll, I'll let that through. All you right. can have one person. I would choose for Gaian. <laughs> I'll 100% choose for Gaian. For sure. You just need that one person. I need that one person, which is my mom. I need my mom. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to give a caveat on top of that. Oh what if God. they're also forgotten? So, like, you two will know each other, but they their lives also forgotten to everyone. And I do that to them if I choose them. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, that happens to them if you yeah. choose them. Yeah. Because then oh, it's different, God. right? They're going to be yeah. like, this is my son, Sean. Who's the son? <laughs> like, oh, like, how's that gonna work? It's okay. My mom has no friends, so I. I'll probably... <laughs> we'll edit Whoa. this out. We'll edit this out. We're not editing Sorry. that out. Sorry. We're not editing that out. <laughs> Sorry, oh. mom. The clip. The clip is you can never tell your mom about this podcast because she's gonna. No, my mom's gonna laugh probably, but yeah, I'll choose my mom. I'll choose to forgotten though, because like, for instance, like I'm thinking about it. Like, 
if Gary hated me, I would actually cry. Like, this man's, I'll actually cry. Oh. I'll actually cry. And I, like. Try he, for a day, I just wanna see him cry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually will cry. But like, yeah, if I get, if I get hated by everyone, then I'll, I can't, I couldn't think every day. Like, my head will be spinning every day. So Wait, I have oh, to choose. Oh, okay. Do, like, if I chose to be hated, which I kind of did, but like, would I understand? Do like, do I know why people hate me? No. Oh, or, or is it just kind of just like you like have no idea what you did, and everyone's just. Like, I mean, even if you did, you can't amend it. They only really talk to you then. They probably so I would just okay. so like would I be in a constant like hopeless state essentially? I guess yeah. Okay, now I I know my answer. I think, I think like the people in my life that I care about right now. If I didn't know why I was hated. And also, I do have the prior knowledge that we had a relationship, right? Like a friendship? Yeah. Yeah, I would totally just choose to be forgotten. And then I would probably, from there, somehow choose to just, like, not exist anymore or something. Like, I think both of these situations for me would just take me off the deep end. Like, hated? Yeah. I don't think I could live the rest of my life, like, knowing that, like, every person that I really cared for hates me now. Like, that's so bad. Yeah, exactly. Can you even ask them? Can you ask them? Like, why they hate you? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give the hypothetical. Ian, ask me why I hate you. Okay, Aaron, why do you hate me? Just because. And that's how it would go? Yeah. Almost oh, every never. time. Uh, no, for guys, 100%. That's the worst answer you can possibly give. Yeah, I need a definite yeah. answer. I think for me, this is such a lose-lose situation. Both of these situations are going to... Yeah, like, it's bad. That's what's fun about this. Oh, yes, Aaron. Oh, <laughs> At yes. least your family, like, likes you. Right? I think, like, imagine this, though. You're sitting in your room, right? And you, like, you pick up your phone. You're like, okay, so this friend hates me now. My best friend hates me, right? Let me yeah. reach out to this friend who hasn't talked to me since high school, but we're, like, real good buds, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they hate me, too, blah, blah, blah. And slowly your world is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until there's – someday you're going to realize that, like, even strangers just hate you. Yeah. True, but forgotten is just your your world is already small. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like starting from yeah. well, small. I think it matters like, because for me it's like, would I want like toxic attention That's towards true. me, or would I want just straight up like, oh hey, are you new here? Like, nice to meet you. Well, wouldn't you also be sad if everyone that you cared about and loved you and was like, oh, who are you? What's your name? Mm. And they and you cannot, like, even if you told them like. But there are a lot of people I really love. That would be in the hate column for the other option. So, like friendships. Yeah. And oh. Hey, we we will include animals if that helps. So animals can still love you. <laughs> My doggies. Because <laughs> Ian has like what two dogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Mitzi and Levi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> okay. The only listeners. <laughs> Our two viewers. <laughs> Are you Gary? Uh, definitely be forgotten, because if I feel like I was hate, like, similar to you, Sean, if I was hated, my mental cannot take that. It just can't. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, like, I'll just think about that all day, and like, yeah, it'll, it'll be really bad for me. But if you were for, if you chose forgotten, right? Uh-huh. Who would be that one person that you choose that yeah, you wouldn't do want? both situations where you're forgotten just by yourself? Yeah, and the person you can bring one person, mm. but they're they're also forgotten. That's tough. That's so tough. That's tough. That's like, ugh, dude, that's so tough. You, 
Yeah. As I'm you can tell. someone else live through that, too. But you, you're not you, have each <laughs> <laughs> you have each other, and they yeah. know what's happening to them as well. Yeah. So it's not just like, whoa, why did everyone forget? Then She can never get a guy. Exactly. She can never get a guy. Such a toxic except for Sean. Okay, listen, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. You're not joking. That is literally entrapment. Gary, relax. Yeah, Gary, who would you choose? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, it's just so tough. I don't know. Um, probably my dad, I guess, because mm. he's probably the person I'm like closest with. So, yeah. But, Wait, but like, see. given that this person will also like die, right? Like, like they're like older than you, and they would die first. Yeah. So like the the natural yeah. life would. So, so like, if I picked my mom, she's she's significantly older than me. So like, she would. I would have a lot of years left yeah. without her. Essentially, the first part, you're just living it alone oh. for those next years. But you don't you, know when that, we're going to live until. But the, the thing is, they, they can still be... I don't want to say this. They can still be killed in other ways other than old age. Oh, like they, they can still get into a car crash. Right. They can still die right. of illness. Right. So you don't Dude, you imagine don't if know. you left first and the person that you Hypothetically, if you were a parent and you chose your your child, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would be able to choose someone. Like the fact that I'm putting essentially this burden on them, I would feel like mm -hmm. so bad. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I think, I, think <laughs> I would, I wouldn't pick someone I knew, right? Because I wouldn't want to do it to that person I knew. But if I knew someone who was already at like the bottom of their like the worst case scenario for them, mm -hmm. I don't know. Right? Honestly, maybe they have like bad debt with someone. You know what I mean? Or something. Oh yeah. You said you would choose some like that person? I think there are actually some people that would appreciate it. Like some people who like have no loved ones. This is like Squid Game now. Mm-hmm. No, like actually. Oh, yeah. I think anyone in Squid Game actually or as long as they don't have family would be willing to be picked. Yeah, because this was I guess in a sense it would erase mm -hmm. debt. Wait, but would you um let's like is this in a scenario of like, you as the chooser has the knowledge that you chose them, but they wake up not knowing. And then now you have a choice of telling them that you put I this upon them. I was under the assumption that they knew what was going on from the moment they were picked. Oh. Dude, what if you pick them and they hate you for picking them? <laughs> no, no, that's when you wait it out. Like a year later, they're gonna be like, okay, I'm so tired of not being able to talk to someone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the same thing as that movie. Um, I forgot what it's called, but basically they were on this ship that um, is heading to a different planet. And But during that time, you had to be in a little, like, inc I don't know, it's not an incubator, but it's like a, you just like a sleeping yeah. pod. That's what the, I think that's what they called it. it was this, oh, oh, the Chris oh, Pratt one. Like Chris Pratt, yeah, Chris chose, chose uh, Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence. And she didn't find out because she was like, "Oh, my pod, oh, yeah. like my pod, you know, broke and down." And they're destined and... to die before reaching the destination, right? Something like that. No, it was called. It was called passengers. Yeah, it's called passengers. It's called passengers. No, I know, but were they destined to die? Even if they were in the pod, so well, like, yeah, yeah. Part about being let yeah, out of the pod is you won't. Oh wait, spoilers! Spoilers alert for passengers. Yeah, because you die first. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you're aging while you're on the ship. Okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Because you're no longer in that stasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
I guess the the spoiler alert for passengers is that the ship was gonna get hit by a meteor, so they were, like it was gonna die anyways. Oh. So they good choice. Yeah, bro. they 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 saved the the, the whole ship My with man, the captain Jennifer Lawrence because like again it was either they died or the whole ship dies, oh, which essentially includes them. Oh, they oh yeah 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 they saved them from a meteor. I, I remember. Yeah. That. Okay, yeah, it was it was like that. So in the end, they're happy because they're just like, yeah, and like the whole ship, which is like modernized is like all green so many plants and stuff that's kind of lame though it takes out the whole like moral dilemma of it no no no, but the one of the again another spoiler alert this Uh is huge uh chris pratt had to go outside in a space suit and essentially had like because something was malfunctioning and then like he didn't know if he was going to come back Uh so he might have just left jennifer lawrence on that ship alone like that that was the dilemma that he was going through we didn't know if he was going to make it Oh, oh so he didn't want to leave her alone if he died. But he had to in order to like repair the ship to like activate the shields. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, the movie sounds a lot better than what it was. No, that's not that good to be honest. Really? I, I, like, I liked it. It was like more like a love story than anything. It, I mean, right, that's what it was. Low key, low key, spoiler alert, I think it's more of like like Chris Pratt was kind of crazy for waking her up. That's like... But did he Dude, just wake up out of nowhere? lonely. Like... Imagine, like, this dude has the knowledge that he is going to die on the ship alone. Yeah. And, like, what? He was pretty young. I think he was, like, yeah. maybe around, like, his actor was about, like, his 30. Real life age? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, it's, it's like, he knows he's literally going to spend, like, 40, 40 more years on the ship alone with, like, all these amenities. And, like, no. And also, prior to waking Jennifer Lawrence up, he did try to live alone. Because, oh, he, yeah. because he kept thinking he was like he was like, like, like she's pretty and like I wouldn't want to you know wake her up but at the same time he knew he was like I would be dooming her like you know what I'm saying so it's like yeah. Yeah, he, he tried for yeah. like six months yeah no no he tried for a long, long he time. did go crazy yeah cause like all, all he had was a robot that looked like a human okay the but bartender like, yeah the bartender yeah, yeah, the, the bartender, bartender was so good I loved him and his acting his acting was really good yeah he, he was like the wise sage it was so cool yeah Man, like, I want to see this movie. Dude, it was really insane. good. Yeah, I would go insane, but like... Dude, at that point, I'll wake up everybody. Yeah, I'll wake up everybody. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I ain't gonna wake up. I'm not even gonna wake up one person. I'm gonna wake up everybody. Everybody's gonna die with me. I'll wake up, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'll wake up like 10 people. And because like, if you wake up one person, that's like kind of crazy. Because like, if, if, if I was honest, the ending of the movie should not have gone the way it was. The ending of the movie should have been Jennifer Lawrence still being hella pissed at him. <laughs> If oh. anything, I'll be so. No, but guessing she came around. The, yeah, the reason around. that, <laughs> again, <laughs> another spoiler alert. Chris Pratt. The only reason he his character woke up was because a small meteor hit the oh. the ship, and that what malfunctioned his pod, and then it like that's what woke him up. He didn't. He didn't like, shoot. It wasn't just random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like oh. Man, I, don't no want, I, don't want, I want to watch this tonight, but I have two projects to do. It's like really good. Like the movie is <laughs> actually pretty good. I just thought it got boring. That's true. It, it did get slow. I think it's just yeah. the concept that sounds so interesting. But Jennifer yeah, Lawrence yeah. did beat up Chris Pratt in one of the scenes. That was mm. funny. Did she ever die? I watched a long watch, time watch. ago. Like a whole, like, It's because her character is very mad that she got woken up. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Because eventually yeah, cause she, she finds out. She finds out. Through, through the bartender. Yeah, another sp- oh, major spoilers. No. Oh, shoot. He didn't tell her. My bad. No, don't worry. Like, Are I, you I, actually going to watch this again? Does it have a happy ending? Yeah. Then I don't care. I will watch it. <laughs> if, it, if someone gives me the spoiler that there's a happy ending, that gives me more reason to watch it. Okay, we're spoiling it for Ian. But what the bartender essentially said was, 
I don't remember the the actors or no the actors the character's name. I'm just gonna use as Chris and Jennifer. Chris was really excited to meet you, and she was like, "Huh? Huh? Hold up, wait a second, huh?" Oh. (laughs) And it was like, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh, yeah. she finds out. I'll not beat his ass up. He would die before I What the? Do we wait? Would you? Okay, actually, no. Circling back to what I said, would y'all not wake up more than one person? Oh my god! Like okay, 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 okay. It would be a different story if that ship sucked, and it was like CB three quality. Okay, <laughs> I would not wake up anybody because I'd be like, that's so selfish. But like, they had a modern ship. With like literally Games. all the activities yeah. you could do, like you can you can work out, you can well, yeah, go here's, swim. Here's and all my stuff. take. Have you seen reality shows like Survivor? Yes. I think literally it would probably end up turning out like that. Like there'd be a lot of animosity, right, towards like, oh, he woke me up, right, right. or like just all these other things, right? And then you have a group of what? Maybe you're gonna wake up like 10, 15, 20 people. Okay. Yeah. I have a feeling that like. It's gonna be so difficult. Like in the movie, I'm guessing Miss Jennifer was very angry. Oh, she was right. Yeah. Imagine that with 19 other people besides yourself. Oh, you would die. Yeah. It would take so long before even getting to the point where it's like, hey, everybody, let's just chill (laughs) out at the bar, you know? Okay, but what if they didn't figure it out? Yeah. What if they? Yeah. What if I kept that secret? I feel like the bartender would spill it to at least one of 19 of them. (laughs) Well, actually, I. If I remember correctly, you can correct me because I think you remember better, but bartender did not have prior knowledge of that happening until Chris yeah. told him. Yeah. So the bartender doesn't, is, he's not like a, well, he is a no. computer, but he doesn't mm-hmm. automatically know no, everything. No, because Chris told him, like, I don't right. want to wake so up So if Chris just didn't say anything, mm-hmm. then the bartender wouldn't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like somewhere in your life, it will slip. Okay, yeah, I Also, agree. I feel like if you were in that situation with just you and the bartender, there is no chance you don't tell him. Especially, I'm guessing he responds somewhat like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the like only really person. Normal. Yeah, he's like the only person you can talk to. Yeah. I, 99% sure that you would tell him. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, even just like thinking of you doing it, like actually executing the plan, mm-hmm. I would probably, like six mm-hmm. months just by myself, I would. Six months is such a long time to spend completely alone. Also in this, Bro, also he had bad food since he was like the lowest oh, yeah, ranking so, so. worker. Oh, His yeah, meal yeah, swipes yeah. were not very good. Yeah, he, it was garbage. Dining hall list. Dude, no, no, no. <laughs> he got lucky with Jennifer though. He didn't know Jennifer had that. Yeah. Like, oh, she, but she, she was high ranking. So she got like, yeah, she, she got like, to like all the restaurants that he couldn't go to. Like, so he everything. unlocked some things when he, she got out. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good choice, dude. Like she gave, <laughs> she gave smart. his meals to him. Smart. Dang. Did she, did they have unlimited meals? I mean, I'm assuming I mean, they had enough. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. so cool. What a cool concept. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even think I would have woken anyone up. Like, I don't think I would have gone six months alone. Yeah. I think I would have done it on like day five. Oh <laughs> wait, dude. No, I <laughs> no. feel like, yeah, yeah. Like I think I, I can't. Like being very like honest and knowing mm-hmm. myself, I really think I would only last a month. Mm-hmm. After that month, I'd just be like, you know what? Let me just let me just wake up. But would that month be under the assumption that you try to get yourself back to sleep and that you try to like wake up other workers and then you spent a month alone? Because he 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 did right, that. He, he did tried try. to he tried to get back into his pod. He tried to Wait, wake up but other that's people. That's so weird because 
how come he was able to get Jennifer's pod open, but not a worker's pod open? So oh, because the, the workers open. were secluded in like another area. That was oh. locked. That was like locked off. Oh. So he only had access to passenger pods. Right. We are spoiling so much of this movie. How easy was it to open? <laughs> this movie's so old. They better be have watched it. No, because he was a, a mechanic, so he had to like he had a manual. And he had oh, to like, he had to like. Chris Pratt was a worker. Yeah, he was like a mechanic. Oh, thank you. Oh, he was a worker for the ship. Not a worker for the ship. No, he's just because it's supposed to be society, right? New society, right. and they had to get everyone oh, see, of different jobs and occupations. And he's just a mechanic. That's a handsome oh, mechanic. But not like not by like the company that yeah, sent the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. I feel like you would not wake up anyone for a while. I think you yeah, would last a while. Would you? Would you open someone's pod? <laughs> I don't think so, no. No, yeah. But, but you've gone crazy. Dude, you you've go gone crazy, crazy no, you Gary. Like, even the people that enjoy their alone time, you would go there's crazy. There's no media, right? There's media. There's, there's media. movie there's theater. Like movie theater uh, oh, like... There's all the amenities. Like, oh, wait, literally okay. think of the de- most decked out cruise ship you no, can I mean, like, think of. There's Except still the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still ways to connect, I guess? Um, oh, no. Well, technically, it's everything that is in the ship. Like, that's the only thing that, that can be accessed. Like, you can technically send... He tried to do this. He tried to send a letter back to the Earth, but it said it would take like three thousand light years to go there, and it would take like <laughs> another four thousand light years to come back. Yeah. So. And, like, and he can see like the like essentially the ship's dashboard and telling like how long it takes just to get to. Just the the doom of it. Yeah. yeah he he he's not living. <laughs> he's yeah. not living. With that information, Gary, does that change anything? Um. I'm, I don't think uh, I would not last very long too. Yeah, I feel like because there's gonna be some point where I would need to. What? That's an image. So basically, Chris Pratt looks like normal Chris Pratt, right? But uh-huh. this is, I'm guessing, six months in living. Yeah, yeah. six months, Chris Pratt. Dang. For context for the viewers, he's like messed up. He's drunk all the time. He weighed so much context mm. man's looked like me after covid <laughs> <laughs> he actually looked disgusting he was walking around the ship naked oh yeah that yeah, was yeah, yeah. what it was said yeah, okay why not <laughs> like, i mean yeah you're dude, the only yeah, person there giant house basically oh. he, he had to break into the like the higher level apartments or yep. like dorms because he got so a really bad one he got woken up by a small meteor yeah right? so it like hit the shields malfunction there's like no stuff. there's no telling maybe that would happen again right because he yeah, didn't the, wake up and then fix whatever could cause that malfunction, right? No, I mean, he did fix it. Oh, he did? Yeah. So it wouldn't happen to anyone else? Yeah, because... Because <laughs> actually, again, so many spoiler alert. Uh, this is the last one, but this is everything up until this point. Is spoiler. Oh, no, just, I don't, don't think spoiler. you even have to say spoiler alert. Yeah, we don't have, yeah, we don't have to say spoiler alert. But uh, another meteor hit or something, and it woke up the captain of the ship. Oh. Because... Wait, but this is after the fact of Jennifer. Yeah, this was after the fact. And I think they this were both, huge. they were both, like, huge. I guess, content with it after, like, Jennifer was mad at Chris. And then, like, they planted. There's, like, a plant in the middle of the ship. And the captain was like, who the hell planted this, <laughs> planted this plant in my ship? And then, like, they tell everyone, like, what's going on. And then the. But who's everyone? Captain. <laughs> Captain. Oh. When I mean everyone, three people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they... Then, like, the captain helps them. I don't remember what happened to the captain. 
I don't know if he died with them as well. I felt like he somehow died because they were trying to fix the ship or something like that. Hmm. I don't. So I don't remember. But. He. So what I'm hearing is he's essentially no use, even well, being th- awoken up. Yeah, honestly, mm. he he did not do that much okay, as the captain. I have my new game plan if I was in this situation. I'd wake up and I'd be like, "Man, that is so unfair that I got woken up by this freak accident." I would just start living life, not repair the thing that caused the malfunction, and just be <laughs> like, "So, wonder who my next homie is." You know what I'm saying? Actually, that'd be fair. That's a fair playing game. Yeah. Okay, but what if there was no fatal meteor that comes after you being woken up? What would you mean? Okay, so there was... Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, the small meteor that caused my malfunction, I'm just going to hope that happens to someone else, too. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let's say there's a chance that, like, five more hit. You have five other homies. Yeah. And, like, all of them are going to be like, yo, what happened? You're going to be same But the thing is, the thing is, you won't know when they hit. Because, again, the whole flight duration is, like, literally many it's like years. so like yeah. this is all assuming that i have that will be the mindset i have until going insane yep nice yeah <laughs> you can talk to the bartender as your therapist talking to the bartender dude that bartender means so much right even if he is just a robot does he have memories i mean yeah, he probably has like you know storage because he is a yeah. robot so he'll yeah, remember yeah, he has storage what you... i think and I, let's just assume he's an ai so he can like <laughs> kind of basically learn. a human yeah, just he is basically a human. That's crazy. Who Wait, is attached to the bar? Isn't like then at the end of the story, like Jennifer had the option to go back into her pod because Chris found a way to fix it or something like that, or was it? I don't know because I remember Jennifer trying to oh. fix her own pod, but she wasn't successful. Well, that's crazy. Like if yeah, Chris found a way to fix it, and then it's like okay, you can go back to sleep, and then I'll just live alone. <laughs> yeah, but he Dude, can't fix I his would, own because I would have done it. I would I would have let her go back in. Yeah, and I'll wait yeah, for yeah. people. <laughs> no, no, but then she's in the dilemma, right? Right to leave him or not? Yeah, like what is just like? Oh, this just goes sacrifice deeper and deeper. I mean, but hey, deeper, but I'm saying deeper, like deeper. as the main character, I would have like fixed it like mm-hmm. for her because granted that I already put her through so much. Oh yeah. I would, you know, I would try to repay it by allowing her to go back into the. I just world. think it's like such a good plot point right to have it so she has that opportunity and then at that point her entire decision on whether to go to sleep or not is based off how much she cares about chris pratt i mean maybe maybe that was in there but i don't recall if it was whether it was in there or whether it was not yeah pretty good idea sean (laughs) but the the ending (laughs) was insane the ending was insane because like everyone wakes up right like on the actual date yeah right because they made it they made it and wait, wait, I think no. the bartender was like, or was like, what happened here? And the bartender was like, oh, this is story time. Oh, I no, think that's okay, what happened. I'm pretty sure if I'm not correct, if, okay, the reason why they're in the pods is because if they were just not out of the pods, they would age out before their ship yeah. arrived, right? Mm-hmm. But they get to, but the reason why the ship is has so many amenities and stuff, it's not, it is a temporary home until they actually reach the place, but they wake up before actually arriving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's like incentive, I guess. Like a little bit of like. No, not not incentive. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're, like we're gonna wake you. I I don't. I mean I don't know. I think they're just the thought process like we're gonna wake you up as soon as possible. You know we're not gonna oh, keep yeah, you yeah. in the pods forever. Until, yeah, because like, if you could like be awake for a year on that ship, that'd be. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the workers will wake up five years before the passengers, and passengers will wake up two years before they arrive. 
to the to the planet. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That like, that's the cool thing about movies, right? It's like when you come up with a concept like this, you're making a movie, right? So there's obviously points where you can be like, okay, we're not going to flesh this out anymore, right? We're just not going to show that part. Yeah. But the fact that they went to the effort to flesh out all these logistics about the ship and questions that the audience members might have, it's pretty good. Yeah, because yeah, even if there are like plot holes, that's not like what the movie's trying to be. Yeah. It's like mm. the moral, the moral dilemma movie. Yeah. I see. Mm. Dang. Wait, but like, let's say, for instance, right? Let's say you haven't waken up anyone yet, right? But you have the option to FaceTime people on Earth. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, I, w- I wouldn't wake up anyone then. Really? Yeah, I think I would just... I would just FaceTime people. Mm-hmm. Like... Like if you had holograms of them. Ooh, holograms. Yeah, that's true. They had, hol- they had holograms. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like... Imagine that you call to update... They update you on their life and stuff. And then they're like, so what'd you do? And you're like... Oh yeah, I went to the movie theater again for the thirtieth time this month. Right. Stuff like that. Like, eventually, it's like a pity party almost, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, they know true. you're in a doomed situation. Oh, so you have to wake up them. You have to wake them up either way. <laughs> like the definition happen. of long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like hologram. It's kind of like never gonna see each other. long term Yeah. <laughs> well, like if you're awake alone on the ship and no one knows about you, it's kind of like okay, right? But if people, if you know that people know that you're in this doom and gloom situation. I don't know. Some ways it could be worse, right? Dang. This is Dude. this is me taking like taking me back to the first question. It's just a lose lose situation. <laughs> yeah, th- this all stemmed from hated versus forgotten. Yes, because the passengers is actually like forgotten. That right? actual, yeah, it's if it, it's the forgotten. Yeah. You know what? I made my decision. Not, mm. It's not even on the first question. This is on the passenger thing. <laughs> I would wake up everybody. Because everyone's going to die anyways. So why not just die with me? So they paid all that money and all that... Oh, yeah. Oh, screw them. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> screw the free world, bro. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay, but yeah, hey, what if the they weren't going to die? Dude. What if they weren't going to die? Would you, what do you mean? No, would you I mean, they're going to die. If the, meteor, the big meteor die. didn't hit... But they still will die in age, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, like, oh, no. Yeah. Granted, like, granted, even if that meteor never hit, right? I'm still going to live a fun life with everybody on the ship. So you're saying that, like, even if they wake up, live on the planet, the destination, <laughs> eventually they're naturally going to die sometime. Exactly. So might as well just make oh, them naturally oh, die exactly. on the ship. So yeah. their original point of going to another planet or whatever the bones it is, yeah. just scratch yeah, that. You're yeah, going yeah, to yeah, die yeah. at so the planet. I just said... I just said events canceled. <laughs> Yip is like, I'm destiny, and now you're yeah. my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Due to inclement weather, we'll be postponing large group. <laughs> exactly, and then we're going to party it up. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody's going to have so much fun. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to be so I'm going to be so pissed. I can imagine this. Yip is going to like put together like little gifts before everyone comes out to just oh, hit, yeah. give it to them. And then they're going to walk out. They're just going to see, see Yip stand. He's like... Hey, <laughs> I have your welcome back. Here's your apartment <laughs> over there, dude. Oh my gosh, here's your goodie bag. I would just, I would just act like a worker, and then just escort everyone to their rooms. But people will figure out. No, they won't. <laughs> what the fuck? No, they you will give yourself like, at least three years to prepare, and then yeah, that's true. Right. You have a lot of time dude, to prepare. Yeah, I have all the time that I need, and then when party day happens, I'm gonna be like, to your room, sir, and then, <laughs> and then like, you know, everything will be fine. They'll just, they'll yeah. just think that some, like, dude, they'll just, oh my gosh, they'll just think that 
is the two years before arriving. Oh, <laughs> oh my dude, that would if oh, Yip is scary. Yeah, Yip just scary. locks the cabin, <laughs> captain's cabin. Oh yeah, does no one check the type in here? <laughs> yeah, I would know if I was a mechanic. I'd make sure I would like bulletproof that that like door so mm -hmm. that no one can go in to find intel. Mm -hmm. The way I think I have a new rationale too. Basically, like so Yip has gave me a lot of new inspiration. Yeah, I think the goal is push the button. Hide so people don't see that you were the one who pushed the button, and hopefully push like thirty buttons, and then everyone's just walking around like, "What?" Like, well, you, who I mean, was at least that? for at least for the first guy, you can push the button, run out, because they still oh, have yeah. to, it's like they're coming out of like that Cairo freeze, mm -hmm. and then you can be like, "Oh, your your thing malfunction as well." Yeah. yeah. Like, Imagine right? the security things. That's exactly what Chris did too. Chris told Jennifer because she was like. Wait, wait, you know, like, who are you, and how how come you're out of your your little cell, right? And he was like, oh yeah, like malfunction, blah blah blah. Like he could have told her anything. Mm, that's she devious. Just, she bought it. That's so devious. You know mm -hmm. We are the chosen. Oh, oh my god. And like, think, we're bad like, people. Th th think about it though. If everyone was wake woken up, then nobody can be mad because it's not like oh it's unfair. Like they get to go to mm -hmm. the destination. No. Everybody, Wait, how many people were on the ship? Like a lot, right? A hundred thousand? But then you thousand, have a thousand, really. Wait, then the goal is just open as many as you can and then literally at that point you were just a normal person. You but then you start yeah. a civilization inside there and you have limited resources. That's, no, but no, the point is no oh one will ever blame you. You do have limited yeah. resources. You only have the two years of yeah. Then it's Hunger Games, bro. That's <laughs> what? why Yeah, they're they're not a lot of resources. I mean, no, you can still garden. Because Oh, plants yes. still, oh, plants still, still now. grow. <laughs> I don't know how oxygen would work. Let's say there's infinite, or not infinite, but there's way to acquire oxygen. I mean, I don't know how because they're in space. <laughs> but they would literally start a civilization because remember the duration of the flight is like four hundred thousand light years. Let's, wait, wait, let's wait. say that. That's a lot of time. But are you saying you'll get the oxygen from the plants? Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, no, 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 but Dude, that's how, how many that's plants how do you need to create enough breathable oxygen for Okay, no, 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 okay, at the end of the movie, where we assumed that the, the two died, there was a giant ecosystem that, like, spurred out. Oh, wait, wait, but even yeah. then, would that, that wouldn't be enough oxygen, right? I mean, I, let's say the, like, the spaceship is pretty create enough big. oxygen, right? But would, would the, like, the, like, everything from space come inside the... What do you mean? Dude, what are you saying? <laughs> do you not know how? <laughs> no, Tom, Wait, no, no, no. There'd be limited soil, too. <laughs> I'm a yeah, business where, did you, where did they even get the soil <laughs> to begin with? Because uh, they already had plants growing. They already had, like, a... But you can't create more soil. Right? Okay, well, we're going to decompose. <laughs> oh, give it so I genius. mean, you can grind stuff up and make... <laughs> I think... Right? Wait, 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 wait. Actually, there has to be way to make Actually, soil. plants can grow straight just root in water. Oh, so, really? Some plants, some plants. Mm. Like potatoes. Yeah. I think the point I'm making here, the point that is being more like, it's becoming more and more clear is that there's no amount of plants you can make that will create enough oxygen to sustain that many people. But it's a, it's a big ship. There's a lot of room to <laughs> grow yeah. plants. All the amenities Dude. become plants. Like, yeah, 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 no, no. I'll give up the basketball court to make it a garden, if need be. Yep. You are yeah, such that's a such great a, person. Wow, instead of when you make wake up everyone, I'm so kind, guys. I'm yeah, the leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll give up half of my... Because, like, the Jennifer Lawrence's room was fancy. It was, like, a loft 
Like she had two stories. There's a kitchen inside. Like it was nice, right? Yeah, she got it was the bougie, like really modern bougie apartment. Too. So like, if I gotta give up my 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 top floor, I'll move my bed next to my kitchen. That's okay. If you're so charitable. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Amen so... to that. <laughs> we work together to survive. You know, it's fine. Yes. And this and like good. before I wake them up, I'm just gonna hoard all the food in my in my room. So. Oh. <laughs> They don't have to know that. I can already see this being in the movie where they're like knocking and they're like, hey, yep, yeah, hey, hey, yep. They're gonna, then the door's automatically gonna open and they see you like picking out and they're gonna be like, <gasps> dude, everyone's gonna lose weight while I gain weight. What the? <laughs> they're gonna be like, what is going on? And we're talking about all these scenarios and Gary's just out here saying, I'm not gonna wake anyone. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna wake a single person up. <laughs> so he's gonna read a book. Yeah, all day. <laughs> sane Gary says he won't wake up anyone, but insane, insane Gary would wake up everyone. No, I feel like mm-hmm. it's more insane for you not to wake up anyone now. Because this whole consensus is. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't wake oh, up anyone? Bro, no. after everything you heard me say, I didn't s- I didn't sell you on Even with people. this whole civilization <laughs> yeah, being a possibility, <laughs> I'm not waking not. someone up. Dude, the wow. burden on that? Me knowing mm-hmm. I screwed someone else? You guys are waking up a whole colony. They're, they're not screwed. <laughs> like, All I'm saying, your life expectancy is about to go down, hella. <laughs> yeah, I would probably go insane, but I would be insane with just myself and the bartender. You know, I'll name him Adam. I'm imagining Aaron's Joker laugh. I'm going to see him. But naked. But, but naked in the movie theater. Just laughing like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just... That's the future. That's not even... That's I'm only laughing at his laugh. It's not that funny, but his laugh is so funny. I can imagine it. Aaron's gonna have like a spike ball set somehow, and he's gonna be playing. He's gonna be doing the pooper, the pooper maneuver. I'm gonna on be nobody. doing the pooper on myself. Yeah, <laughs> against the wall or something. Like, yeah, I'm so good at spike ball. You're probably gonna be doing some different types of pooper maneuvers, <laughs> like <laughs> around the ship. Let's play spike ball with the wall. <laughs> no, that's so sad. No, no, no. They, they had holograms to play with. But the holograms. Really? No, they, they had did. holograms oh, to play basketball did. with. Wait, oh, so they, yeah. if, if the gives that wiggy anyone up anymore? What do no, you mean? I need, I need that. It, it actually bounces off of the hologram. Yeah, like, like, because this is super advanced, super advanced society. You. Like, you can fall if they hit you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I'm not, wait. Mm. I mean, it's so off. But they like, don't talk to you. Yeah, it's like pre-programmed it's stuff. It's figure. Like, okay, for the I basketball mean, game, it was like, you're doing <laughs> great. Like, that's, that's, that's all you're kidding. Yeah, that's this, all you hear. I think this revelation just makes it so it's like, oh yeah, I could totally last like five more days than before. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so much time now. Yeah. Oh. Dang. Wait. And like, think about it. Like, these things aren't following you around. Once that game's gone, they disappear. And like, you're alone in the court. That's it. Yeah. It literally just means if you really enjoy the motions of shooting some hoops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want a defender in front of you, we got you covered. That's for you, Gary. Gary's <laughs> gonna, gonna go stick a lot on the wall. Bro. It's actually kind of crazy. Though. You can practice so much, you can be like as good as like, you know, like LeBron, and then wait, play wait, gets yeah, a hologram, LeBron, and then, and then, and then wake up Le- Mickey, 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 Disney ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So now that we have talked about, I guess this the amazing movie that is Passengers, <laughs> all the different, you know. Mental struggles, and I think most of the ones we talked about were social, right? The interaction yeah. with other human beings. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some interactions with human beings. So, listening and talking. Let's talk about that. Are you guys more listeners or talkers, first off? No, let's just, let's just go around and establish who we are in mm-hmm. the relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, 100%. I'll go first. I'm definitely the listener. No talky-talky. 
So, like, whenever people are ranting at you, you, you always listen. You never rant. No. Hmm. No. Like, even, <laughs> even if you're in the same situation and, like, you feel the same way. I mean, I'll, I'll, like, add some remarks. Obviously, it's not just one person talking 100% and right. then one person listening. But, like, my, my philosophy is that for, I would say for most people, just being able to talk about it, verbalize it to someone else who's willing to listen, already does so much wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can always offer those wisdom, the wisdom like you have, but they're like, most of the times they're not in a state to like actually right. think about it. Cause we're assuming, I'm assuming that it's like, they're stressed out about something, you know, yada, yada, yada. So that's why I like, it's like you'll add your opinion Every now and then, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh. Dang. Well, I'm no talkie talkie. No talkie talkie. No talkie talkie. <laughs> okay, actually, huh? I'm usually a listener, but like to like my closest closest friends, your boy talks. I I, I talk. I mean, like I let them talk as well. Like yeah. it's more like fifty fifty. Like we talk, but like the people, like let's say I have a one on one with someone in Epic, like new, right? Brand new. Mm-hmm. 90 10 like i'll listen like 90 percent of the time talk like 10 percent of the time because i want to get to know the person better and yeah but well what oh. if they're a listener too okay. or are you just gonna sit okay. there okay for instance let's say i'm having a one-on-one with gary right didn't know the guy right yeah <laughs> he's a listener though are you a listener gary first of all um yeah yeah if you're no i already had a one-on-one with gary but he talked a lot in, in that one-on-one. Ooh. We're both listeners. And he, I, I never talked to this man that much. Wow. Did you only talk because he didn't talk? No. Or <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, it's different if you get asked questions. Let, let's make that clear. It's not like True. you yeah. ask a question and then they have to respond, right? Because obviously they have to talk. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's just someone ranting with against, like, like oh. I'm just like, Ian, I have a problem. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hour later. Okay, hour later. Ratatatata. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone rants, I listen the entire time. The entire time. But, yeah. Dang. I guess I'm a listener. That's, that sucks. No, but, like, no, but Sean, you think about it. How often do you get ranted on versus you doing the ranting? I'll say, like, I've, like let's say I have, like, 10 occurrences, right? Okay. Probably 2 out of 10, I'm the one that's ranting. Oh, okay. That's a that's a pretty good figure for well, listening to talking. Ranting is the only thing. Yeah. Just, like... like it's you... also just seeking counsel. Yeah, like, the, the, it's like the generalization. Mm-hmm. Talk to. Ranting is very, like, pretty, it sounds very negative. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Or counsel. I guess just, counseling just, is just like, yeah. verbalize, yeah, counseling. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Counseling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Counseling is good, yeah. That's a good word. Dang. Mm. How about you? I'm yep. definitely a talker. Mm. Yeah. But I don't mind listening. Uh. But on the topic of ranting, if you're ranting... It's hard. Like, I'll listen to you, and I'll pick up on the big ideas of what you're ranting about. Mm. But truthfully, like, am I enjoying myself? No. Mm-hmm. Like, it just gets really annoying and like tiresome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Um, especially kind of like what Aaron said. Like, they're not here to seek advice nor wisdom. So it's like they just need to get off their chest. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, it's only doing during those times that I really just kind of shut off like listening but most of the times i'm okay with listening as well Mm. Um, i think i'm i would say i'm pretty 
50-50 too. Ooh, just depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Like if they need an ear to listen, I'll listen. Um, and if I need to talk to someone, then I, I, you know, I trust that they're listening to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. That's so wise. Wise words by Yip. Thank mm-hmm. you. Insane. Hopefully you're in the mind, like headspace of wanting advice. <laughs> well, I only talk when I want advice. Like, if I'm like telling about my like a situation that happened or like how my day went or something like that, I'm going to talk to them so I can get advice for them because I trust them. If I don't trust mm-hmm. a person, I'm just listening to whatever they're saying the entire time. Like they're talking the entire time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. What about you, Gary? Yeah, I'm definitely more of a listener. Like, I just. It's just interesting listening to people as well, I feel like. It's a lot less effort, too, so. (laughs) 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 Hey, hey, that's a valid argument. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It takes energy to talk. Yeah. But, like. Agreed. But, like, when you. I feel like. I feel like what. What, like, establishes, like, who's a listener, who's a talker, also has to do a great deal with their personality and how vulnerable they are naturally. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like there. I mean, there are those people that are just really like a brick wall. Like they just won't share stuff because mm-hmm. they're like scared to or whatever. Right, whatever it might be. But it's like that's. I feel like that's what makes them listeners. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I just feel like that has a very big impact on that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang. How about you, Ian? Uh, I definitely think I'm more of a talker. Um, I would say it's like. It's more, for me. It's more conditional. It heavily depends on who who is the person. I think um, some people in my life, I can listen to them talk about their life for days and days. Other people, I truly find it so pointless to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I definitely think I like to talk, and I also think when I like to talk when I know the person likes to listen or like they care to listen, mm-hmm. because. Outside of those situations, talking just doesn't work. Or it's like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people mistake the effort I put in. Like sometimes, a lot of times I talk to like also show that like I'm willing to share with that person, right? Or like stuff like that. But sometimes people, or like the ways I open up, whether it's like joking around or stuff like that, but sometimes I really feel like, actually, I just, yeah, this is like a deep feeling. It's like <laughs> people mistake my willingness to be open for just like naiveness or like stupidness. Ooh, and it's why? like, no way. If you're gonna treat, like, if me opening up to you this way or like talking to you this way, right? Because I noticed that like our relationship, I, I'm trying to open up first, right? To make sure you feel welcome. And then the way you like look at me after that, it's like, oh, after all I've done for you. It's like, the way you see it is like immature, stuff like that. It makes it really hard for me to keep talking to them. So like, in many ways, I think there are a lot of good listeners in my life, which I'm very thankful for. And that is the reason why I like to talk. But in sometimes there are those situations that make it where my assessment of whether I'm a listener or talker is like really question mark. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Wait, so are you saying that sometimes you share and you talk to like people 
to show them that you're vulnerable. Like, you want to, like, create a, a, a relationship where you're vulnerable with, with each other. But then you were saying, where I got lost was, like, you were saying that they think that by you opening up, it's... Where sometimes as, it's, like, let's use joking around, for example, right? It's, okay. like, sometimes my efforts to joke around with someone to make them feel comfortable, it gets mistaken for them thinking I'm just straight up a child. Or Amen. like straight up like Amen. a high schooler. And it's oh, like, I got you. Okay. Yeah, and that goes along with like, I wouldn't just say it's listening and talking, right? It's like absorbing and also just putting out there. It's, it's more than just talking. I think, um, yeah, there's been many situations where it's like, Wow, I've put in so much exuberant effort to just like literally try to make you feel as comfortable as possible, as hard as I can. And like at the end of it, you're putting yourself on a high horse and looking down on me. It's like, mm. wow. That's so facts. Yeah. Like they're mistaking your generosity as this kid's naive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or it's like, mm. if I were to treat you the way I really want, or like my innate feeling to treat you, right? Like, if there wasn't a sense of me wanting to make you feel welcome or like make this relationship grow, then it's like, yeah, for sure. I'll be, I'll sit here and do nothing as well, you know? Or I won't be here. <laughs> I'll be gone, right? You can listen or talk to someone else because this chair's empty now. But yeah. Dang. I mean, I think it, like for the person to interpret it like that, they have to be like super ignorant. A lot of people like, are, though. I just feel like that's like, like, because, uh, just you talking about this, I'm like thinking like, how is this even possible? Like just someone's like- I can totally relate to what he's saying though. Like I feel like that's mostly what drained me this year. I felt like, like I joke around with people a lot and like I take a lot of like trolling in, right? Like if you guys troll me, like the people here, like you troll me, like you guys will understand like it's just troll. Like it's nothing more than that. Yeah. But there's people that like troll with me that and when I, when I take it in, they're like, hey, let's troll more and let's, let's make this into like like this is how our friendship is, like our dynamic mm -hmm. is like that. Or if I accept their trolling, they're like, oh, this guy's actually stupid. Like this mm -hmm. guy is dumb or whatever. And they just don't understand like a, like a boundary between like, oh, I can take it. And uh, like, this is a little too far, a little too dense for you not to understand that this is not good <laughs> in a situation. But yeah, it's hard. I don't think I've ever thought about like, like what, Ian was saying because I, I I do think that I personally try to invest a little more time into certain people and like like be just be, like because in my eyes probably in your eyes too Ian like mm -hmm. being more lighthearted or mm -hmm. in Sean too like being more lighthearted with people and silly in the beginning makes them feel like oh hey like I'm welcomed like yeah I want to talk to you like, more yeah yeah you know like mm -hmm. I mean like even if they don't want to talk to me specifically at least they feel like oh there's a person that puts an effort to include me and to make it feel like I already belong, right, kind of deal. I mean, that, that's how I see it whenever I do those things. Mm -hmm. But I've never really thought about the fact of like, them thinking that I'm like, per se, immature or childish, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. Oh, I can definitely say people think I'm immature, and like sometimes, look, I actually am, but like that's just every human Facts. being. 
<laughs> you relax. You didn't have to do it like that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like most of the time, I'm like, like if you actually know me, I just genuinely just want a good talk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely like I'm insightful, even though sometimes I say stupid things. Like, I'm insightful, and like I wish people just saw me as that way. Sometimes I regret being lighthearted. Is pretty much what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm trying to be welcoming at the same time. Some people just take it the wrong way, mm-hmm. which is sad, but it is what it is. Yeah, and I think there's like a when you think about the listener talker dynamic, I think there's like a another layer to it, right? Yeah. It's like when you're talking, you don't know what ears are listening, right? And even more than that, you don't know how those ears are listening, right? Like, I don't know, it's so weird. When when you're listening, like everyone listens at some point, right? It's like you're absorbing the information, you're you know, processing it, do it the way you want to. And then a lot of times, actually, depending on how it's presented to you, right, it could also change the way you listen. <laughs> but um, in talking, I don't know, it's so weird, right? You're, you're, you're dishing out information, right? It's like you're giving up, I guess, evidence against yourself, even if it's like good stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like, whether it's good stuff or bad stuff, the fact is, like, even if it, like if it's bad stuff or it's stuff that, like, I don't know, doesn't put yourself in the best of light, it is only bad. I don't know. It's weird. It's like talking is talking is powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can see I can see what you mean because, mm-hmm. in a sense, it's everything that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just it could be bad, it could be good, but it's like feeding them ammunition mm-hmm. that they could mm-hmm. use against you or could use to help you because mm-hmm. obviously it's it's inside to how you're thinking mm-hmm. but like i guess in most cases it is seen badly because mm-hmm. then it's like oh this is a great talk don't tell anyone and then like 10 seconds 10 seconds later they're they like someone. they're like oh yeah i shared your story with this person they want to help you and it's just like okay but you didn't even like run that past me <laughs> how are you gonna do me like that mm-hmm. so i think i think that's also an interesting part of it I guess yeah. kind of pick, pick, it's like pick a double double edged sword yeah do like okay for like Ian I have a question so like let's say the people you are vulnerable vulnerable to all the time right like those are your trusted friends right for instance mm-hmm. that's like your experiences with like people who like you don't trust and like they don't take your vulnerability ser- seriously and stuff like that does that make you hesitate to be vulnerable with your close friends I think I would say no actually I think um what it has taught me is that not to be picky with how I share with my close friends, but to be picky about who my close friends are. Uh, I think that is what I have learned. It's like, um, yeah, in many cases, it's kind of like, don't cut away information from people you like truly trust. That doesn't really make sense. Or it's like, stuff like that. But those situations where, um, they just make it more clear to you who good people are, right? Like who you should confide in, stuff like that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, like, let's say like we're like like you you yep you and I are lighthearted, right? And like mm-hmm. we attract people through like lightheartedness. Right. How about like in an instance where like someone like Gary, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not lighthearted. But you're definitely like very quiet. It's like it's kind of like a brick wall sometimes. Like, how would you, in your perspective, feel like mm. if someone was like vulnerable to you, or you're vulnerable to someone else? How would you like? Let's say you're vulnerable to someone else. Like for instance, 
when we had our one-on-one, -on -one, when you were vulnerable to me, I was shocked. <laughs> I'm not, not going, really. I was shocked. I was like, dang, this guy talked more than half of the people I had one-on-ones with already. And I had one-on-ones with a lot of people. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah, like, so how would you, like, do you, like, receive anything? Do, like, do you see anything? Like, people reacting, like, if you, like, are opening up? Or, like, is it hard for you to open up in general? Um, it's definitely situational. Like, I think it's really easy for me to open up on, like, one-on-one -on -one situations because, like, I, I just feel most comfortable with that. But, like, I think even in, like, larger, even, like, four or five people, it's really hard for me to open up because um, just the comfortability aspect of it. And, like, I don't, I haven't gained your full trust yet. And so... I guess in that aspect, it's hard. Mm. Think, but let's say, would you be vulnerable to everyone, or like, would you be vulnerable just to your close um, friends? And how would you choose those close friends? Like, how would you choose your group of close friends that you can trust? Be vulnerable to. Uh, I would. Well, it would definitely be. Like, definitely more vulnerable than I usually am if it's just like one on one. But I definitely like have in mind the people that I want to be vulner more vulnerable with because I know that they're good listeners and that um, they could give good adv advice or good wisdom and so I think I look for like people who have gone through a lot of this, the same similar experiences and you know, just people who are willing to listen and also, people who are knowledgeable. Yeah. Mm. Dang. Wait, Sean, I had a question for you. Yeah. So, I think that, because, like, you raised up the question of how, or the scenario of how um, people start thinking, like, oh, that person is a silly, lighthearted person, so mm -hmm. let's make that that entire, like, friendship yeah, lighthearted or whatnot, yeah. right? And so, like... For you personally, in your in your own like cases, mm -hmm. after being the initial like silly with them and stuff, do you follow up with like like questions that really indicate and point to like, oh, I do want to get to know you as a person? Some of them for sure. I definitely reached out to some of them for sure. Be like, hey, like, let's get to know each other better, like one on one, mm -hmm. or just hang out, like mm -hmm. come to play basketball with us or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like. They already have that pre-notion of like, yo, this guy's kind of silly, this guy's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. That it just goes on with it. I, I can clearly see mm -hmm. that's what they think. Yeah. Or I, I actually kind of assume in a way mm -hmm. that that's what they actually think, which is sometimes I mean, that's kind of wrong, mm -hmm. but it does protect me from a lot of people that actually do do that, mm -hmm. which is fine. And to be honest, like the people who assume that, that I'm like lighthearted and stuff like that, and like I like they lose their boundaries with me. I'm kind of glad because then I know who my like true close group of friends that I can mm -hmm. trust and are like it clearly shows the difference between this side and the other side. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, it was pretty easy for me to distinct. But I feel like like I'm like trying to compare mm -hmm. like me and you and like your interactions with mine. Unless I'm just like extremely oblivious to the people that are still silly with me and I just don't pick up on that 
but I feel like I've never actually I've ha- okay I can only recall one instance where like <laughs> where like literally like they kept trolling me too and oh, like yeah. well I don't troll but like they kept teasing me back right mm-hmm. and like but I only knew this person for like two days that's it right like no one's ever had like I guess the audacity to tease me until <laughs> they have known me like have known me more right this person Huh? Except for this person? Ex- yeah, except for this person. Mm-hmm. But but I will say, like, they they are younger. Like, they're in high school. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they just... It's, it's... Okay, like, there's this level of growth right when you enter college, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just, like, I feel like maybe it's that lack of, like, having to communicate with just strangers, you know, on a daily. Mm-hmm. And they're just... You know, their world is high school yep. or whatever other activities. Or whatever are zoned school they are. Right, yeah. exactly. And so, like, I think it's possibly just the lack of not no, not not having that growth yet. So they don't realize that, like, hey, that's not that's not really okay yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm thinking about all my other instances. I don't, I don't think people have ever mistaken me completely to the point where it's just whole troll and like relation like friendship to be honest when i first met you i didn't think of you that way either like when i when i first met you like after talking with you for a little bit yeah you're someone if i like let's say i was in that person's perspective like someone who trolls people yeah i would never troll you i think <laughs> I, I i saw like boundaries uh-huh. right away because like i saw i saw your maturity level so much higher than mine hmm. like i was like she can help me so much in my life and i can help her in different ways like you can give me so much more advice uh-huh. than I can give you advice even though I'll, I'll try to give you some advice but like you can right. give me so much more advice so that, like so am I not trollable no, no, no you <laughs> are oh my gosh Sean, but, like, the biggest insult you. you could ever say <laughs> I, I wouldn't tro- I wouldn't troll you if I didn't know you got you got you I wouldn't troll you if I didn't know you like that like yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if I was acquaintance no I wouldn't troll you mm-hmm. yeah but maybe that's a personality thing a character thing like a like it's almost like you seem easier to troll than I seem in comparison to you mm. kind of deal you know mm. like you know when you just meet those people you're like man I'm not gonna mess with you like, <laughs> you know yeah that was Gary for me that was Gary for me I, <laughs> Gary. I was not gonna mess with Gary at all I remember Gary and Jesse we were playing basketball like right yeah and Gary and Jesse came in Dude, I swear to God, they look like two like protagonist anime characters. <laughs> like literally about to destroy everyone. Even <laughs> time in their eyes, and I never wanted to mess with them afterwards. Mm. But the moment I said something sussy, oh. those two oh, reacted. Oh no, that's like, never a good way to start <laughs> off a sentence. <laughs> I was like, boom, boundary set, Dang. game over. Man, that night in the car we did some sussy freestyles. Not, <laughs> not the move, never again. But yeah, yeah, it's just. You gotta get to know the person better. Literally, just get to know the person better. I think when I first met Gary, it was like, I I think, like it was it was pretty open and lighthearted. The first time I met you, it was like in the back of a large group, I think. And I was just like asking, you know, the classic. (laughs) (laughs) Back back. of a large group. (laughs) You know, it was the classic. Oh, what's your name, major, Uh uh, year, and then. But this was, I think, during when they announced the epic retreat. And I was like asking Jesse and Yarek, I was like, hey, are you guys going? Yada, yada, yada. Because obviously, you know, make small talk. You yes. Know? And then Yarek <laughs> was like, 
Oh no, I have a I have a test that weekend. I was like, yo, just skip it. Why are you acting like such a <laughs> And I just remember like it was like, oh, I probably shouldn't. I was like, wow, this man is so studious. I can't believe I'm it. I'm not though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was like it was like nice like cuz I could tell listener to listener just like the people you kind of like observe the room a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like I could tell like he, like Gary, was like a super good listener. Just like the mm-hmm. first moment I met him. Oh, that's so true. I can tell from your eyes that you're just thinking right away, right? When I, when I'm like <laughs> talking with you, your eyes just go up and you're like, huh, <laughs> what's this guy saying, bro? <laughs> what's this guy mean? But yeah, I was, I was glad. I was so glad that there was like a change of pace <laughs> with people. So do you think as a listener, you... Okay, do you think as a listener you absorb more than a talker? Because it doesn't mean that you're a talker, that you're not good at observing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think... I think we do absorb... We don't absorb the amount, we just perceive it differently. And... Okay, so amount-wise it's not necessarily more, it's just yeah, differently. It's just... Okay. Mm, that's a good way of saying it. Like, because if you... I'm gonna put it like this, this might sound bad, but... I'm gonna say that the talker will filter through the information and they will say there is more to get rid of like this is unnecessary Mm. but for the listener i'm gonna say that we keep a lot of it Mm -hmm. and then we had to like go through meticulous process in order to decide okay this is now not relevant Mm -hmm. and that could take days it could take week it could could take months Mm -hmm. like i could have a piece of information where I won't act on it yeah. until like, okay, I don't need this anymore or like just out of the blue. Yeah. I like, yeah, I discard it, need more memory <laughs> in order to harvest more, <laughs> to harvest more information. <laughs> but like that's genuinely how I think about it, that mm. we absorb the same information. It's the process we go through to like decide what needs to be stayed, mm-hmm. what needs to stay and what needs to be deleted. Mm. That actually makes me wonder like, would you think that, like, a talker almost, uh, what is it called? It's more, oh, dude, I had the question. It's like a talker runs through information quicker than a listener, but it might mean that they pass judgment and form opinions too quick in comparison to a listener. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can say that. They're more quick to act. Mm-hmm. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, because for all the listeners out there, I bet you thought like, oh, I've had this piece of information for like months <laughs> and I haven't Same. used it at all when I definitely could have. But there are definitely Wait, pros and cons. Give an example of that piece of information. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking. Thinking. Um, okay. So this is in high school, and I was with one of my friend groups and I remember that someone told me something kind of secretive Mm -hmm. about someone else. So it wasn't like his problem, it was like, oh, this guy has something going on. But he told me, don't tell anyone else. Mm. But like what, I'm not gonna explicitly say what it was, but it was like something pretty deep. Uh-huh. And 
I definitely should have like acted on it, but it was like presented in a way where it's like, oh, I don't want you to like get in trouble for telling me, and like, but I couldn't really. I, this is more like I couldn't act on it because the situation didn't allow it to. Mm-hmm. But I definitely could have acted on it where, you know, I could have acted a little bit more friendly. Not more friendly, but like acknowledge that he was going through that situation without explicitly saying he told me. Mm. So that like obviously it would protect the the friendships within the group. I guess that's like one example that... I was kind of slow to act mm-hmm. versus maybe someone who was quick to act would be able to analyze the situation and see what he needed to do like in that fast response situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that doesn't that doesn't really have to tie in between a talker or a listener. Yeah. It's just whether or not you as a person can take like or like would be quick to act mm-hmm. and choose yeah, to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, mm. I have a question. As a talker, right, Ian? Mm. Like, do you feel like you say too much sometimes? Or like, oh yeah, there's a, to a certain point where like they're like, oh, this is enough. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like um, there's times where it's like, uh, I feel like I've given out too much and then I have barely, it's like, talk, 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 talk. Like, people laugh, whatever, and then there's like a pause. And then you realize like, wow, nobody is like talking. Or it's like, why is it like this? Is it like this because uh, everyone was listening to me for like the last five minutes, or is it because like everyone's socially awkward? <laughs> like, question mark. Um, but like aside from that, I think an even more direct answer to this question are there's times where like yeah I like cut loose or like I say stuff that I regret saying out loud, where it's like, oh dang, I said this before even having my hundred percent resolution on this. And now people are going to form judgments off what yeah. I have, my half-baked idea. Yeah. Um, but in the same way, I don't regret being a talkative person. I feel like, um, yeah, you live and you learn. <laughs> and like, like being a talkative person is also just being like, what, a vocal processor? Mm-hmm. Processing through problems or not even problems, just life uh, out loud and with other people. Um, and yeah, there have been a lot of good times where that has been a good thing. But yes, there are definitely like definitely things where mm. or instances where I share something and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you good job, Ian. You shouldn't have just said that. Yeah, yeah I feel like like as talkers, what I what I realize, like especially with my close friends, like I want it to be like even though I'm a talker, I want it to be a two way street. Like I want mm-hmm. the people who are listening to give me advice and say their opinion on my thing. And afterwards, they talk about their opinion, like their problems as well. Because I feel like if I just talked about all my problems and like, yeah, I was satisfied that they gave me all my advice and like all the things that I need. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I just, I'm really just out here on a one way street. Like I'm just like pouring so much of my things. They're not pouring anything in back. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, oh, sorry. I, th- I just wanted to mention, like I think the worst feeling as a talker is like what you said when the room goes silent when you're done and it's like you know for a fact it's because you trained their mm-hmm. energy like mm-hmm. you just obliterated their energy because they used it all in listening to you mm-hmm. yeah yep i also think um 
Like, there's, I definitely agree with you. Yep. <laughs> but uh, like what you said, John, it's like that's like a rough thing, though. It's like imposing your own standards of how ready you are to open up to people or like share your problems or be open to feedback putting that same standard on someone else just because you're you have that comfort with them is complicated right Uh, it's like very unfair in many ways just straight up different personalities right like your standard might be very different than theirs but i completely agree with you sean how although it might be unfair to do that it does feel bad when (laughs) it's not reciprocated yeah sure mm. i feel like i do put it like a high standard on people i barely know like mm. i'm like thing I, I expect you to talk back at least like <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but i feel like the people who i'm close with they have they meet that high standard like they pass that high standard it's like it's not even high standard it's like they're just my friends like mm-hmm. it's just great that we both are like two-way street like we're both talking with each other so mm-hmm. yeah it's lit out here <laughs> Yeah, I just think sometimes, like, like the other person just feels like, oh, like, I don't want to throw anything on you because you just unpacked everything. You know? Yeah. Like, you're already carrying a lot, so I don't want to add to it. Yeah, but when people say that, I want to hear it more. I'm like, dang, you can't just keep it to yourself. I know you're struggling with something. Like, yeah. Stop saying, oh, yeah, you're going through things. So I'm not going to tell you anything that I'm going through right now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I do that sometimes, though. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes. All right. Good talk today, guys, about all that. Um, <laughs> I think this concludes our first episode of the 4x4. Yay. Uh, thank you, Yip, for joining us. Yes, yes. And then, um, yeah, we'll be seeing you guys in future episodes. Let's Bye. get it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.